0: there. I'm Andy Truscott, Program Officer with the Delaware Division of the Arts and your host today. My guest today is Kiara Flores, a 2022 Division Individual Artist Fellow in the field of visual arts and painting. Welcome to Delaware State of the Arts, Kiara. How are you?
1: I'm doing good. Thank you for having me.
0: Every artist has a different way into the arts and so I was wondering if you could tell us about how you got your start in the arts.
1: Well, it goes back to when I was ten years old. Um, I've always had just a love for art as a kid. I would like take pieces of copy paper and like fold it in half and make little books out of it. I would do little drawings. Um, I wanted to be a writer, so I did a lot of writings and drawing at the same time. And as I got into like high school, I decided I could maybe just take this as a profession. And I would submit my art to competitions and you know, try to um, get my name out there and explore different forms of art. So not just like writing and drawing on books, but painting and sculpting and things of that nature. And then in college, I figured I want to make this a career. Like I want this to be a part of my life because it always has been like a huge part of my life. And um, I applied to just bigger competitions and things. And I've received a few awards. And I realized I could really like, like get my name out here this time. Like this is really happening and then in receiving that fellowship, I'm like, okay, yeah, this is official. Like I can, <laughs> I can do this for the rest of my life because um, I've always been that kind of creative person. And painting now has been my current outlet and artistic-wise.
0: Is there a specific medium that you started with?
1: Yeah, um, I've always been a traditional. I've tried doing computer art and things, but I just couldn't get, couldn't get into that. Um, so I've always been drawing on paper that's been like my medium for a long time and it was just um, it could be acrylics works on paper it could be ink on paper it was always just paper Um, but then in college I discovered like oil and acrylic painting and the more I practiced it the more I really got into it and I like oil painting it's just like more work and it's more expensive so I decided to just fall into acrylics and it's just easier for me to paint because it dries faster so now that's my that's my current one.
0: You had mentioned that you really love painting <clears> at this moment in your journey. Um and so can you tell us what uh, about painting makes makes you get up in the morning?
1: I love colors. Like I'm a, like the more colorful the better. And with painting it's just easy to make things really vibrant and play around with shapes and shades and um, tones of color. So for me it's just um an easy way to bring my visions to life.
0: As you sit down to start painting, do you find (laughs) that you have an overall inspiration for when you start your process?
1: Yeah, most of it is um, spiritual perspectives I've realized. Like a lot of my paintings carry themes of like nature and spirituality and I'm always listening to music. Like that to me, um, I listen to a lot of instrumental music and meditative-ish kind of music. And that is always my inspiration. And I'm always finding that in my paintings, there's a lot of wavy lines, a lot of circles, because those like really resonate with me when I'm painting. So there's there's always a common theme, even though they have different like figures and compositions going on in each work.
0: So as you think back to that time of your career, uh, was there something that stood out to you as a major learning that you took from your time at DSU?
1: Yeah, I would say I took an internship there, um, a gallery internship, and that has allowed me to... That was my first time like working in a gallery space and learning you know procedures there and even in museum space as well, and learning how to just take care of my own art in a professional manner, how to install works how to um preserve them, and how it's like to work in a gallery and it really like gave me that professional step I feel like um and that's where it led me to where the job I am now working full time in a museum and just you know putting. Having a really good understanding of the artistic environment, in a sense, of in a, in a gallery and a museum.
0: Talk to us about how you go about selecting the pieces that you're going to put into an exhibition like that.
1: So that was, this is like my first time trying to select, you know, which works goes into a show. Because there's like two other shows and I'm like deciding, okay, which, which ones are going to work well, which is my cohesive theme in each show. So... This one, I really wanted a lot of my college paintings in there because they were the ones that got me the fellowship. And then I'm putting in paintings that I did this year because I want to show how like my style has changed because these works range from like um, this year and then last year. And I just really see a difference between the styles already within a year difference. And I kind of want to show that in this show. All of them are still themes of spirituality. Like they still have a cohesiveness. But my style has changed a little bit, and I want to uh, show that. So when selecting these works, whatever spoke to me the most, like this said, uh, this is going to be the one in September. Then that's the one that I picked.
0: Your show is titled Inner Reflections, and I was wondering if there, w- if that was a <clears throat> guiding theme throughout the art that you chose to be in the the show, or if that was based on any kind of specific theme or golden thread that takes us through the art that you're going to be putting in the gallery.
1: I would say the last one, Golden Thread, I like that phrase um, because the titles I come up with at the very end, you know, with paintings or with shows, that's the last thing that I think of. So I look, at, I look back at my paintings. That's how, I, that's how I come up with the title. It's just these paintings just reflect my, my thoughts, my emotions, my feelings throughout my entire life. And that's, that's just the title that came to be.
0: You had mentioned that you currently work <clears throat> in an art gallery. Um, can you tell us a little bit about where you, where you work, number one, what you do there and how you feel like that's helped your your path as an artist?
1: It's been amazing. Um, I work at the Biggs Museum of American Art. It's in Dover, Delaware, right in like uh, Percy Heritage Park. I work there as assistant manager. So I work the front desk, you know, handling memberships and you know, talking to visitors and things. And my second job is a preparation assistant where I actually install artworks and deinstall them and move things around in the museum. And I wear many hats in that museum. Like it's a small museum which allows me to like learn the other departments and work with other my other coworkers, you know, with the curator, with with programs. And I gotta say it's my favorite job. Like it's just <laughs> You know, I, I learned so much. I'm learning just so much uh, working in a museum and how much goes into the back end to have, uh, make a museum run. And my favorite thing is to install artworks. I love just, you know, we put up Frida Kahlo. I've put up the Tom Wilson exhibition we have currently. And it's just so much fun to just be on the back end of that.
0: Can you expand a little bit about something that you learned that you didn't think would be the case as you started working for a museum of this kind of stature?
1: I don't know how much work goes into um, being in a museum because I've had friends that tell me, you know, I, Oh, will you tell me how your job is like, I don't know how much goes into it. You know, I just think that you would just walk into a museum, look around, look at art and then leave. But there's so much on the back end to make a museum run um, just about marketing, about programs, how many meetings we have to, you know, do to, you know, how can we give visitors a more enjoyable experience? You know, like these things, there's, there's always ideas. There's always planning. And it takes time. There's a lot that goes into it. Um, it's, it's so much about planning ahead of time and being on top of that and working together because it's, it's just such a big factor in a museum staff. So that to me, and I'm learning about grants and about um, how, to, how to come up with programs. And I'm in charge of volunteers now. So it's just a lot of these new things I've never experienced before. And it's given me such a great insight into the museum world.
0: When did you start working at the Bigs?
1: Um, so, that one is a, like a flip flop kind of story. Uh, I started as a preparation assistant, um, I would say, I think it was last year, um, because I wanted to work there on like the front desk. But I just, at the time, I decided to work at the Barnes Foundation in Philly. So, sure. I just decided to work as a preparation assistant at the Bigs, did that for a little bit. And then, when the show was done being put up, I went back to the Barnes, worked there for three months. And then I realized, well, I don't know if I want to stay in Philly or not. So I was just deciding that maybe I can go back to Delaware. You know, I was just thinking about where to move to. So I went back to the bigs and be like, Hey, if you guys are still hiring, I could totally work the front desk. And, um, I was hired and then I got the fellowship. So I'm like, well, I guess I'm staying back in Delaware. (laughs) (laughs) Um, and that's, and so I was there part-time at the front desk and then the full-time position opened up. And, but I, I took that job and I still wanted to be a preparation assistant. So now I do both. And, um, I pretty much live there at this point. (laughs) There all the time.
0: I want to take just a minute here and remind our listeners that you're tuned in to News Radio 1450 WILM and 1410 WDOV for Delaware State of the Arts. Today, I'm talking with Kiara Flores, a 2022 Division Individual Artist Fellow in the field of Visual Arts and Painting. And Kiara, I'm really curious as we think to your time at the Bigs. Is this where you thought, as you were going through college, that you were going to end up?
1: I did not expect at all to working in a museum. At the time that I was starting to look for colleges and things, I actually wanted to be an animator. I wanted to work on like because I love animation, so I wanted to be a part of like Disney or like DreamWorks or something, and like you know bring those visions to life. But I just, I just getting that gallery internship just changed. My whole plan, like just complete 360. Like it was just, I fell in love with being in a gallery and working in museums, Um, especially like working at the Barnes Foundation. I learned so much working there too. And then the bigs just has really allowed me to learn even more. It's really improved, you know, me as a professional, trying to become a professional artist and being an artist Um, because now I know how to install works. I'm learning how to, um, you know, enforce security protocol in a museum and how to interact with visitors and um, trying to get the bigs to be known too. And it's just, it's taught me a lot and it's actually making me want to go back to school and get a higher education to get a maybe better, a bigger job at a museum or an arts organization. So it's, I'm really happy that I took this job and that I was able to get this kind of experience.
0: As you think forward, to what's to come for Kiara, Um, how has the fellowship allowed you to refine some of that viewpoint? And what do you think are the next big steps for you?
1: I would say two big things is first getting into like my very first solo shows. Like I've, you know, for years, I wanted to just have my first show or even not just a solo show, but just like being an art show. And now with the fellowship, I've gotten so many contacts around Delaware that I'm having two more solo shows and I'm being part of these art festivals and all these things I'm invited to, which I've like, I didn't even know was possible. Um, and just all because of the fellowship, which I like, I just still can't believe it. <laughs> um, so that this is dreams come true right now. Like I've been so busy preparing for September next one's going to be one in October and then have one in November. And then I'm part of these festivals and it's like, it, it's so like, I'm busy, but it's a good busy because this is what I wanted. And in the future, I just to—I want it to be like that forever, just always being called to do shows and, um, and hopefully beyond Delaware and other states and maybe just other countries. Like, I just, I love it.
0: As an artist, what do you think is one of the biggest boundaries for a new artist in getting into the community or into the trade overall?
1: Hmm, boundaries. Um I would say when talking to like, you know, emerging artists, because they ask me like, oh, how do you know, how do you get your name out there? Um, I would say social media is a really big one and also networking. So, you know, you kind of have to be a little bit social (laughs) to, um, I guess, get your name out there. And it can be in both ways. It could be social media, it could be networking, but um, really getting to know one artist can lead you to more opportunities. So it's, it's all about just talking to any artist you see out there, go to random art shows, even if your art's not in there, but, and be a part of communities and art events and just, you know, get contacts, get connections because it will lead to the next opportunity.
0: Do you have an example of that where a connection uh, opened a door for you at either a show or an organization?
1: Yes. Um. So I was working at DSU. I uh, used to work there, you know, I started an internship and then I got um, kind of like a job there at the gallery and I was helping my professor out, you know, um, installing a show, a state, uh, I think it was a state employee show. And this curator comes in and she's talking to my boss, you know, about using that gallery space for a show. And then my boss introduced me to her. And then we just started talking and, you know, My boss likes to share my story of how uh, (laughs) my whole art journey to everyone, which I love (laughs) because people like they like to see the reactions. So she got interested and um, she got me email and just reached out to me. She's like, Hey, I really like your work. I like your story. Um, Let's work together. I'm an independent curator and I would like to um, uh, prepare a show for you. And since then I've been involved with two events with her and we're preparing my another solo show in October in Rehoboth and working with her has been so amazing Like, if I hadn't met her, I wouldn't have been involved in these amazing events that I've already been a part of and love. And I'm realizing how much art is in Delaware. Like, I didn't think there was enough opportunities here, but there is. Because I was looking outside of the state, but everything has been here.
0: Down at Delaware State University, they'll also be hosting some of your works at the Art Center Gallery at the DSU. DSU, the dates are August 29th to September 16th. And then you're at the Mezzanine Gallery in Wilmington, which is in the Carville State Building from September 2nd to September 23rd. Wow, you're in in two locations at one time. How does that make you feel?
1: My paintings have been sitting in my room for like a couple of years, and now they're all in different places. I'm like, I I had to make the Excel sheets just to keep track of where things are. And that, like, that's, it just makes me so happy. You know, I was just there this morning looking at the space, telling her like, oh, today I'm going to be installing at the Mezzanine. So, you know. All all my artworks are, you know, in different places and it's just, it makes me so happy. Oh, it just makes me so happy.
0: (laughs) If you can give a piece of advice or suggestions to a newly graduating art student, what do you think is one of the most important pieces to know as you make your way into the professional world?
1: I think it's really good to um, have a solid portfolio, have a website and know how to um, take care of your artworks i'm still learning that you know like um, wrapping up your artworks and good materials because you may ship them out Um, knowing how to wire your works or frame them um, and even stretching canvas if you want to go as far as that but knowing those skills because it's it's extremely important Um, you have to know what you're getting yourself into because as you advance you know these museums and these galleries will ask for a really professional you know manner of you um and then also having a like a website is such a big deal to me because when i'm talking to new artists and i'm like hey do you have like social media or like a website and they're like no i don't you know and it's like i tell them well, you should really do it like i'm not the best at you know computers but i i've made one you know just to have you know all my pieces in one place and then when people ask oh can i see your art know, i can show them that so th- those are really important to have to start off and that way, if anyone asks if so they can see your artwork, at least you have that and business cards, too, if you're able to.
0: Can you tell us what your website is and where people can go to learn more about uh, your upcoming shows and what art you have available?
1: Yes. Yeah, so my website is uh, www.pnflow.com. That's K-I-A-N-F-L-O dot com. And that has all of like my gallery features, exhibitions I'm going to be a part of and previous awards that I've won and all the paintings that I've had. I Everything is like by year, and then I've my senior capstone from college, and there's an about me page, and just like um, my logo is on there and everything. It's a pretty simple website, but you know people always ask to see my painting, so it's always there with the prices on it. Yeah, if you want to check that out feel free to.
0: <laughs> As we wrap up here, do you have any parting thoughts for
1: us? I say I want to say my little like story of how I got like the fellowship because absolutely go for it. At the yeah at the time. Uh, that was when I first found out about the fellowship, but I was just applying to random things. I was just looking up exhibitions, um, competitions, all these things, not like online and Delaware, just all of that. I was just applying to all stuff. I had lost track of what I was applying to at that point. I just, I was just so tired of my and sitting in my room and, um, I just needed to figure out what was going to get me, you know, my name out there. And so I completely forgot that I applied for this fellowship. It was just one of those things, you know, I didn't keep track of it. I just forgot. And then it was six months later after I applied that I was just at the, working at the barns and I was just uh, stationed at a special exhibition, you know, just checking people in. And then I just got this email. I'm like, what's this? You know, it says that one of the artists, I'm just reading whatever, blah, blah, blah. And it's like, you've been accepted. I'm like, no way. Because when I get like emails like that, it's like either it could be acceptance or rejections, you know, it's rejections I'm like, okay, whatever, move on with my life. But I got accepted. I just read everything like uh, the fellowship and all this stuff. And I got way too excited. I was like yelling at my coworkers like, oh, my God, I have to go home because I was commuting. I was driving from Delaware to Philly. So like I was like, oh, it's going to take me two hours to like go back and go back home and just figure this like what is going on here? Like I was just so ecstatic and I just couldn't wait to leave work. After that, I was all totally excited. I was awake.
0: Well, and I'm thrilled to hear even just this short period of time since the fellowship's been announced, how many opportunities and doors have been opened for you. So many congratulations to you for that. And it's so great to even hear that you've got back-to-back-to-back shows coming up in the next few months. Kiara's show opens uh, this Friday, September 2nd, uh, but the Art Loop uh, event is September 9th from 5 to 7 o'clock. Be sure to come out. Join Kiara, her friends, her family, see some art, maybe buy some art uh, and be sure to visit her website. Kiara, go ahead. Give us your website URL one more time.
1: Yeah, it's That's com.
0: Delaware State of the Arts is a weekly podcast that presents interviews with arts organizations and leaders who contribute to the cultural vibrancy of communities throughout Delaware. Delaware State of the Arts is provided as a service of the Delaware Division of the Arts in partnership with News Radio 1450-WILM and 1410-WDOV. The Delaware Division of the Arts, a branch of the Delaware Department of State, is committed to supporting the arts and cultivating creativity to enhance the quality of life in Delaware. Together with its advisory body, the Delaware State Arts Council, the division administers grants and programs that support arts programming, educate the public, increase awareness of the arts, and integrate the arts into all facets of Delaware life. To find out more about the division, visit arts.delaware.gov.